welcome to episode three. Is it three or four? Four, isn't it? Three, nice. Three of the conversation <laughs> podcast. It's been a long time. I'm Ant, as you know, joined by Io, Kane. If he's away this week, he's um studying exams, so wish him well. Good luck to him. We've got a special guest in. My friend Karina is here with us this evening. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> None of that yardy stuff. Say <laughs> <laughs> so a dance hall podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Alright, so um obviously our discussions are navigated by a lot of what goes on on social media and what seems to be rearing its ugly head again on social media in a massive, massive way is the topic of Shadism, now known as colorism. For those of you that don't know, that coin was termed in 1982 by a lady called Alice Walker. Did fully practice learning that in it before we got here, innit? Did my Googles. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, we're going to be discussing colorism and representation or misrepresentation, however you want to look at it, of black people in the media. Um, so, Karina, we gentlemen here ladies first what i do want to say though is um sometimes these conversations yeah obviously us three do quite a lot of these type of things yeah so we don't want it to ever feel like it's a like an attack kind of thing if if you're not agreed with because sometimes these things can come across like you know like if you have one view obviously you being female that's three males we're gonna have conflicting views so there there is no there is no attacks i don't want anyone getting overly sensitive you know that like sometimes you see i didn't like the way they attacked her and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so this is it's, yeah. it's, it's it's not intentional we are people with strong opinions and conviction in our opinions so there is no intention to offend disrespect or anything like that it's just just trying to learn some stuff off each other so reen colorism what is it in your well what's your understanding of the definition of it first of all and then what is your opinion on it so my understanding of shadism or colorism is the concept that people of uh, a lighter skin complexion are held in higher regard to that of people of darker skin. Um, that's not just exclusive to uh, the black community. It happens across other races uh, such as Asians, Indians, etc. So yeah, that's that. That's my interpretation of it. What was the other question? I forgot. Uh, I'll ask, ask you a question. Um, could you explain like your experiences? Have you experienced it, or have you witnessed it, and how does that make you feel, etc. All that good stuff. Well, not good stuff. Bad stuff. Not something sensible. Um, I wouldn't say that I've experienced it in in like a negative way. Um, I, I wouldn't class myself as light skin um, but I wouldn't class myself as dark skin either mm. um, there's like a running joke between my friends because I always say to them I'm dark skin oh um, yeah you're, you're one of them frauds <laughs> <laughs> you don't try to jump the bad way um, that way that's big thing, yeah no. she's seen Lupita <laughs> doing her thing still so she, bear, <laughs> she's hopped on it Bear Brown is trying to slide it's dodgy nah, like, and tells me all the time that I'm yellow and I'm like what are you talking about I'm dark skin like I, I say it all the time however all fun and jokes aside when I was younger um, I'm not going to lie 
um, I used to hate going on holiday and stuff like that because I used to hate wanting to get a tan and mm. getting darker. Um, not to say that I wasn't proud to be black, I was, but maybe my surroundings, my environment um, had conditioned me to believe that having the skin color that I had was preferable. Mm. As I've got older, um, I actually prefer to be of a darker shade. So if I am on holiday, I'm literally that person that is in the sun, constantly trying to, you know, sunbathe, trying to get darker. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say I've had negative experiences. However, um, my daughter is a darker shade mm. to me. Um, so I feel like I'm more aware of it now since I've had my daughter and also I have like friends of darker complexions, cousins. So I am aware that there is this perception that I am, I have the benefit of being a lighter skin color. Mm. It's not, it, it's not something that I'm proud of that if that does happen, like I'm not proud of that at all and it's something that I don't necessarily believe in I feel like we've got our own struggles going on um that are bigger than colorism in our own community that we should be focusing on and not whether somebody is a darker or lighter skin color ask a question um okay you mentioned having a daughter and um, being aware of um colorism is that going to um impact on how like um you you raise her and, and stuff like that because obviously now you're probably a bit more aware than you was let's say 10-15 years ago um i don't think that would that that's not going to come into how i treat her or how i raise her um i'm going to raise her to be or i try and raise her to be um a strong black woman um to you know be very aware that not because she's darker but because she's a black child yeah. that there's things that she may experience that aren't necessarily um representative of someone coming from a good place um she's eight she's already experienced racism at, yeah. at, like she experienced racism when she was five yeah, and was having to have that conversation well. with her at five trying to explain to her why a neighbor's child at her grandmother's doesn't want to share her ice cream with her because she's black but then told the mixed race girl that she can have some because she's only half black like she, that having to explain that to her to a five-year-old it's not fair so I think that's a bigger issue that I need to be concentrating on on with her than whether she's a dark or lighter mm. shade of black. She's but black. Is, is that not one in the same? Is that not that's that's even further evidence of the issue, now In that genetically, mm. some people may disagree. That mixed race person is still black, but the advantage is obviously of being a bit lighter mm. in, in 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 that surrounding. See, for me personally. I would, my mum's mixed race, my dad's black, yeah? So I would always call myself black of mixed heritage, yeah? Some people used to try and do equations <laughs> with me when I was growing up. You're 75% black, you're court cast, all of that rubbish, yeah? My mum used to shoot that down. My mum always told me she was black, yeah. we're black, do you know what I mean? That was always the way we was raised from day one to whenever. And see i'm not gonna lie this when i when i see a lot of these uh colorism things pop up i only see it mentioned one way and i, f I find a lot of the comments like really really disrespectful where somebody who is essentially a light-skinned black person like the world has got this preconceived notion that like 
Yeah, like everything is as cushy because, like, you're a bit like, like it's, it's baffling to me. Like, you have to understand that. See, my mum, as a mixed race woman, grew up in the sixties and seventies in England when being mixed race was the worst thing you could be. Do you get me? People would spit at my mum and my nan when my nan's walking with my mum in the street because she's mixed race. Yeah, so that's how white people are treating them. Black people are treating them in an off way as well like my mum's hair got set on the fire set on fire on the bus coming back from school because she was mixed race by by other black females just really interesting sorry to butt in is, yeah, is that is i know this is why i did it it's been a while it's been a minute monologue kid is black b but it's funny that because i i raised the same point um you know that it, it's it's a very one-dimensional conversation it's a conversation that is required it, you know but it, it feels disingenuous because it's very one way and then when I brought it up with someone well, with a few people actually they you know they made the point that well it doesn't have the same equity you know it's colorism suffered from a light skinned person is superficial because they still have in the overall grand, grand scheme of things you know in terms of the worldview, they still have advantages um, and yes within the black community you know they, they may get discriminated against but in the world view lighter skinned people are still favoured so what do you say towards that right so for, for me again and may, maybe obviously I'm, I'm, a, I'm a male I'm not affected by may, what people say they are affected by but I'm not so sure what people a lot of what people call colorism in this country is now if we was talking about in the West Indies if we was talking about in Africa if we was talking about Asia yeah it's rife it's disgusting like there's a reason people go out of their way to bleach their skin. There's a reason the beach workers in Thailand and stuff, they cover up so that they don't get too dark because the darker people are seen as the people that work outside on the beach. So they are the lower class in India, same thing. Like if you're talking about those environments, then yeah, I'm hundred percent with you. That That is colorism at its finest or shadism, however you want to refer to it. And it's, it's disgusting. Here, what I seem to notice a lot of is any time a person of a light skin tone makes any form of accomplishment or is mm. receives any sort of acclaim for their looks or something that's the first thing that's shouted and this and this is where the argument falls down and I'm going to bring it up because it's, it's, it's very relevant now this singer Georgia Smith I heard one of her songs I don't know much about her yeah people seem to like her she's I a pretty girl I haven't really yeah, she she's she's a, she's, a, she's a pretty. Yeah, she's, she's prominent. She's prominent. Yeah, she's singing. She's quite prominent right now. To be fair, she she's attractive because she looks like a, a, a regular pretty girl. It's not because she's not a she's a beautiful girl. Don't get me wrong. She's not a you know like Beyonce okay. is a stunning that you're you're not gonna see a Beyonce. Yeah, she hasn't she, she hasn't got the Instagram look. She's Instagrammable, yeah. but she's not. She's like um that she, she's got like that Shoreditchy kind of yeah yeah right. She's not so like a maid now yeah, yeah, yeah. she's okay. The whole thing is. I don't know what's so special about her. People like her, it's colorism. This is what I saw the other day. I saw a girl make a long old thread saying people only like this girl because of colorism or your colorism is why people find this girl attractive. <laughs> then I saw men retort with, if it is colorism, can you show me a darker skinned woman, yeah, as good looking, who doesn't get the acclaim for her looks that she deserves, mm. yeah? That was ignored. The girl then went on to make a video stating that people said show her a dark skinned woman as pretty as Georgia Smith and says this is proof of your colorism but that's not what people said at all 
That's not what people said. They said, show us one that doesn't get the acclaim. So what you've now got these people doing is you've got these people riling people up, yeah, and feeding on their insecurities and making a bigger issue because they can. And because they're people, no one's going to check them because you can't check them because you're going to have 3,000 people telling you that you're wrong. Yeah, they're making they're making things worse. The reality of the situation is, is that people are bringing in a lot of their own and this is both sides, men and women, this is dark-skinned people, like whatever, people are bringing in a lot of their own experiences, which is valid to a degree, but then, then they're projecting it in a wider scale. So I think with women like Georgia Smith, if you look at some of the US artists, you know, Beyonce I think came into the news recently because her father came out and said, you know, when I approached her mother, I thought she was white and I knew that her being lighter skin would have, you know, um, guaranteed. Even, but even with that, like the point is, is that I don't think I don't think people. I hear what you're saying. I don't think people dismiss colorism. I don't think people are saying it doesn't exist. But it's just, it's it's a very easy thing to bring up to explain, you know, why someone is. And this is my thing. I don't I don't want to say that it's it's not a factor, but let's address what it is rather than somebody admiring somebody of another hue to you. That's that's not colorism. If, if if people are like, you know what, you're a bit too dark to work at the front of the hotel or the front of the restaurant, you're going to have to go at the back and it's all people that are yellow at the front mm. and all the brown people at the back, then yeah, we've got a right to pull, pull, pull the card on that. That's an issue. But when it's because somebody's been acknowledged for, for how they look or what they look, you can't just turn around and say, oh my God, you're conditioned mm-hmm. to light, light skin or something. What kind of rubbish is that? that it's, it's so disrespectful and nobody but me... See, it seems seems to pull people up for these things. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I, and then people come out with this stuff. Are oh, you hate black women? It's not that. I just I hate bullies, and and and, and I and I hate ignorance, and I hate when ignorance is masked as, as intelligence. Yeah, wokeness. Yeah, it, it does my head in because I feel like you're getting at people complaining about people doing something, but at the exact same time you're doing exactly what you complain about, which to me is ridiculous. But yeah. I think um, the issue of colorism, it is a valid issue. Um, however, if we're gonna look at, if we, if we look at it on a global scale, in other countries, the UK issue of colorism is quite minute compared to other countries. So if you look at America, for example, um, they have massive race issues in terms of like colorism there and preference over dark skin and light skin and whatnot whatnot um in jamaica there's a massive issue with colorism which is why you get a lot of people that are you know bleaching their skin and stuff like that it's it's a huge issue if you look at um dance hall especially with female dance hall artists ones that have you know made it that are popular at the moment is is well like you look at spice and you look at um shensia and okay well okay well i I zoned out for a second i was just saying (laughs) (laughs) well a lot of the a lot (laughs) a lot of the prominent um female artists in the dancehall scene in jamaica are um are light skin and they're light skin and coolie um so probably mixed with Chinese or Indian or something like that. They're, they're very, very um, light. And in Jamaica, that is a preference that if you are of a lighter skin tone, um, especially if you're a lighter skin tone and have, you know, that Indian hair or, you know, you're mixed with something in Jamaica, then you're seen as kind of um, more, what's the word, more appealing. Um, not so much with the men, 
but definitely with with the women and it is a massive issue there but i feel like here um people mask and a lot of the time I see it with females and it's normally females that I see complaining about like colorism or um, justifying a man's preference to a woman by saying, oh, it's colorism. He doesn't like black people, black women. He prefers like lighter women or whatever. And then they use colorism as an, as a way to um, justify that. But it's not just because a man, that's his preference or that's who he decides to like or whatever, then that's his preference. Like it doesn't necessarily mean that that's colorism. And I see a lot of girls doing that and I don't know people could say oh she's ignorant to the fact because you know she's caramel she's brown or whatever no I'm not ignorant to it I just feel like that if if there if that was an issue then yes I would stand up and I would say something but that's not always the case of what the issue is yeah what I was gonna say is that um in contrast in like in um response to what you said about you don't think that's a big of an issue in UK comparatively maybe on a macro scale might be big of an issue but um we've got to understand that I don't like doing issue Olympics and measuring it, like people suffering. If people suffer from it, then they're suffering from it. You get me? Uh, what we need to understand is that um, primarily women are judged on their aesthetics um, by society. So how good you look is kind of determined how much you're valued in society. You know, men is not the same. Hence why obviously we don't maybe experience it as much. I'll probably talk about how men in terms of like the masculinity characteristics between light skin and dark skin. We'll probably talk about that later. So I do understand why it is a big issue for a lot of girls in this, especially in this type of Instagram era where you're all the aesthetic thing is literally plastered in your face everyone wants to look as good as possible that this can be an issue and I do definitely believe it does exist and I do I know a couple of men that have that um, that are like really heavily into like Latin women and some some of them is just like that's their preference and I don't I, to what Anton said I don't believe you can always say oh it's, in, it's internalised I feel like that's a bit of a cop out you can't you don't you don't know the person unless you know the person you know the variables you can't make that a claim that's just laziness some people they just like that skin men and some people it's a bit of a fetish and they project it and that's when the problem is when you're kind of making it mm -hmm. seem that if you're like a light skin woman is of more aesthetic value than a dark skin woman and we should all that's that's a bit mad the thing that's but, but let me finish but yeah, my problem is as what you lot have highlighted is when we're having discussions and we're talking about an individual and your automatic um, your your automatic conclusion is that their skin tone is in fact why they were in that position and why I think I think that's egregious one it's just laziness and stupidity you every situation you have to look at it rationally and look at all the variables just be, if you keep saying that then to me you're essentially saying that light skinned people cannot be attractive it, it's just because they're light and to me that's insane like it's nothing to do oh it's nothing to do with the fact that she's got a figure eight abs Double D breasts, nice lips. Oh, it's just because she's yellow. To me, to me, that's not, that's not that. It's not tentacle. Or just a symmetrical and, face. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you guys know me. Like, I barely, I barely date lights going around. But like, she's nice. She's nice, and that's the thing. So my thing is like, I, I, I kind of want to put to ladies that I don't like um, shade. And this is from my experiences. I, I don't like to project my experiences to the world. But I, I probably have come across and spoken to a lot more guys than the average woman has in terms of their preference and when it comes to determining factors between like separating factors when the guys like assessing women mm. out of 10 i'll say maybe two out of 10 i've come across max are like quite heavily into like like, like mm. women so i think it's quite rare in that format most people is if she bad she bad has she got big bum has she got nice thighs she's got nice face that type of thing kind of comes into it but i just want people at home listening to this don't automatically 
a, um, a claim somebody to success or status due to their skin tone. Look at the variables. It might be that situation, but equally it might not be. A, a, quick, a quick point to, you know, the, the average man, the average black man anyway, in terms of their preferences or their types and that. I think it's, a, it's always a bit risky to kind of judge it by that. Firstly, because even if two out of the 10 may say, I prefer this tone, whatever the tone is, brown skin, light skin, dark skin, you don't know if it that's their type or if because they don't feel they have a chance. I've also spoken to men who say they don't approach a light skin woman because they feel like it's going to come with a certain attitude or a certain kind of experience, which is in itself a form of colorism against yeah. light skin women. Yeah. So, and then you, so, and which is something that but people barely talk about. Or, or is that, or is that an inferiority complex? And is that, is that, infer, is that inferiority I think it's both. complex yeah. based on an, an unfairly high um, assumption of light skin. Well, well, I think it's a bit of that, but also think it's a, it's, you know, a case of, people always talking about this attitude that they come with. I, you know, I, I think attitude can come in all shapes and sizes, all kinds of skin tones. It's just how you see it and the perception that it comes with it and what you're familiar with at the same time. So I think there's that too. I didn't want to even stick on that too tough. I, I think what is very interesting because we're, when you talk about colorism, it's through the lens of media and how that's spread. But the interesting thing about media is, is that a lot of it that's consumed, whether it be music, whether it be fashion, whether it be social media, is consumed by other women. Mm. it isn't men that's perpetuating these things through media men may say okay I like this kind of woman I prefer this type of woman but in terms of the amount of followers that um, I, for example Instagram Instagram is a, is a female dominated medium yeah. YouTube another th female dominated medium music like it especially with female acts so essentially what you're saying if a Georgia Smith is somewhere because of her looks it's it isn't because of the men yeah because Georgia Smith, as as hard as it may people may take it, Georgia Smith isn't where she is because of her looks. It is actually because of her talent. I've heard that she's my talent. It's not my type of music. So yeah, like it's, it is <laughs> genuinely because of her talent, right? So it's a case of when you look at that, the type of music that she makes and acts like her are not meant for male act, for male um, audiences, mm -hmm. a male market. So when you have same thing, Beyonce. Beyonce is tailored towards other women. Yeah. All of the Alicia Keys, all of these kind of acts. Yeah, but people have also spoke about how Beyonce has been marketed to to look lighter to appeal to the. That's white that's happened a hundred percent. Like if you look at Beyonce when they dropped the writings on the wall compared to now, it is almost like looking at a different woman. Yeah, so, so, but, so, so, you so, are looking at a different woman. You was looking at a sixteen-year-old girl. Now you're looking at a thirty-six-year-old woman, and it's inevitable <laughs> she's gonna be different. But the point, I think, the point that's been made is is that I think the conversation a lot of the times perpetuated to make is if men are the ones that contributed to to it the most. Um, and again, I'm not trying to do a comparative, okay, who's doing it, more men or more women, but I think it's a, about opening up the conversation. So, so with, with that said, if, if, if men didn't find Beyonce attractive, you think she'd be where she is? I think no. it plays a part, yeah. Like, if we didn't find her attractive, then she's yeah, nowhere near. But at the same time, what you could also argue is that maybe she would have been marketed differently. Because there's successful women that are not Amy Winehouse, Adele, Lady Gaga. These are for women and... and they're not black women though, so they're kind okay, of... Okay, true, true, so true, true. I'm trying to think of... But the point, the point, the overall Jennifer point... Jennifer is more talented. Well, is a better singer than Beyonce. I wouldn't say she's more talented. She's... Yeah. The, uh, I'm trying to think... Yeah, but she's been marketed differently. You have to remember that Beyonce started out in Destiny's Child and 
that as a girl group they were marketed to young girls they yeah. weren't marketed to men they were marketed to young girls and then as they got older and they became a three then they became you know more mature more um in tune with their you know sexiness and whatever whatever and even then they still were marketed to women but they were making songs that the older woman could relate to they've yeah. always been she's always been marketed to women even the songs that she comes out with like independent um ladies and well that was Destiny single Child, ladies single independent ladies, one yeah but all, all of those like songs that she c- came out with were for women she's she's a singer who a female icon fe- yeah yeah because at the end of the day so even if you're you know the people complaining are correct completely right how do we solve the solution because if you're saying medium media as a medium is is, is what's pushing the narrative forward that light skin is superior than dark skin well ultimately who's responsible for that because businesses will react to the to what they believe are the needs from the market yeah. yeah that's true but then at the same time if that is the case you cannot expect the victim to have the solution let me ask you a little question so what i find and the conversation that comes up often so it's interesting that you say about like how the media perpetuates that that image so let's take for example footballers black footballers when i worked in sports a lot of the um black footballers that were around at that time i'm talking like six seven years ago um, when you look at their partners or the people mm-hmm. that they choose to be with, all of them were either white or light skinned, like mixed race girls. None of them were with none of the ones that I knew at the time or that were prominent. And when I say prominent, playing for like a. a um, but you mean you mean English ones though, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 English ones, um, English footballers, sorry, um, that are at Premier League clubs. None of them were with um, black women or black girls. As time has gone on, and there's this notion that um, a white girl or a light-skinned girl was seen as the in thing, the the one that you can you know bring to the award ceremonies or do the photo shoots with or whatnot, whatnot. As time's gone on, um, and I'm not talking about African players because uh, the majority of African yeah, players they've have got black the, yeah women, they've yeah. got black women as partners or wives or whatever. Shout out Andy Cole as well. <laughs> yeah. But now it's kind of changed. You have um, some English black footballers who do have black women as partners. So it's kind of like what has changed in that in 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 over the years. Why they feel um, that yeah, it, it's okay to be seen with a black I, woman. Would I, you say that? I, I don't think it's an okay or? thing. I think um, with that, um, okay, I can't dismiss colorism completely. But first of all, I feel like if you look at the people who are out here. Um, those are like players because I remember we were discussing it that sometimes footballers black players can, themselves can internalise racism and this colorism type thing mm. so if you see them man like um, I don't really like this phrase but people will call them quote unquote bounties th- them type of people mm. and if you see the people they're running with there's always like the same type of girls Daniel Lloyd and those are the type of women yeah 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 they're the same yeah the same prototype yeah, yeah. yeah extensions they all look the same they could be the white ones the last mm-hmm. ones they all look exactly the same yeah yeah but um so but what what i noticed is that we got to remember that there's there's so many footballers and they could date so many women but there's a certain type of woman like the wags who want to be out here seen so those are the ones we see like i know quite a few black women who are very good looking that have dated footballers but you won't know because culturally our women are different in that type of food like they would 
they will have their relationship and they'll be their friends but not like they won't be out here in the streets but a lot of the young footballers now bear them they like like yeah. loads yeah, of yeah, them yeah. so i think it's just a cultural thing so like now some of the players who are coming up are like second gen um like with nigerian mums Ghanaian mums or caribbean mums so they're culturally they are different to them older gens so i don't think it's like more of a, a shame thing or like also oh, thing. i think culturally like these lads are different and i feel like footballers get a bad rap because there's hella footballers and they've probably run through a, uh, a colossus amount of girls <laughs> and you won't and, know you won't you, know and, and, and you could just see okay let's say let's say I'm, okay let, let me give an example let's say i'm a footballer i wish and i've had i've run through 50 girls but i've managed to somehow get set up with this um, wag she's out here i'm instagram everything to the black community I'm one of them man. Okay, cool. You got a white girl, but ninety five percent of my CV as a footballer has been a black woman. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel sometimes I get a bad rep, but I just think it's a cultural thing. Like now, these second gen, um, these second gen um, black young men, growing up with black people in the communities, and that's who they date. I mean, I think it's a good question in a sense of you know what, how men or prominent men play a part in in you know in this discussion. Um, I think it's important that men or black men in particular also confront yeah. their their taste and their preferences and where it comes from. That's something that I found myself doing. Random quick one, like if you look at a lot of rappers and NFL players and basketball players in America, when people, you know people always say this stuff because I watch these sports, like all their women are black women. Yeah, like, they're all yeah. And, that, and and quick point on that, what I find interesting is is that the conversation you is it seems to be focused on the minority that dates outside of the race mm-hmm. as opposed to the majority. Mm-hmm. So, but there's a reason for that. And the reason for that is that if look, in essence, the footballers, the black footballers, are the poster of black success yeah. in this country. They're the ones that are seen as the most successful. So if the most successful get to a certain point, and they got no interest in black women, and they only go for white women and the lightest light skin woman, then it kind of does give an image that okay, when I'm down here, you're right, but when I get up there. And that's it, what I was trying to work. get at that in terms of, is it a case of, like I said at the beginning, for me, colorism is that people of lighter colors are seen seen as um, superior. Yeah, superior to those of a darker skin color. So what Ant just said kind of feeds into that in terms of like, I've worked closely with footballers. Um, I've dated one and with him, he, he will only date black women in terms of he's around like, um, his teammates who are like white and you know they'll go like raving in West End this was obviously back in the day they'll go raving in like West End and whatnot, whatnot, and he'll do the whole raving thing but he's not interested in those women he's very much said you know I would never be able to bring a white girl home to my mum like I like black women but if you look at his teammates yeah, those, who, those are two very different statements no but, I'm, no but I'm saying like in terms of people around him yeah who are black? His teammates. It, like you said, once they got to a certain. Position, oh no, I'm not saying that. What I'm what I'm saying is, is it that his preference is solely black women, or his family won't accept no, pref- anyone else, or, or is it both? It's a bit. Of, yeah, it's both. But his preference was black women. But even if, say, for example, he didn't mind mm. dating outside his race, he wouldn't be able to bring 
like one home to his mum simply really? because See? well sim- no but that, then that goes on to a different conversation because that's, that goes on to a completely hey, who's, different who's hosting here buddy <laughs> can I highlight something that you just said when you came down to your definition of um, colorism and I saw this online as well that someone actually defined it or thought the definition was uh, preference towards people of light skin when colorism is purely the d- discrimination yeah. based on, on, on shadism which goes on to my next point which is when it came down to addressing my own potential colorism, right? I thought to myself, well, hold on. Well, there's some things I have as an advantage as a darker skinned black man. Um, and as a, just a darker skinned black person in particular. And I made the point going back to, okay, well, are we looking at colorism just within the black community? Because I actually think within the black community, you can make an argument, especially in this day and age, and especially in this country or this society that we're in, in the West, that you're pro- it's more advantageous to be darker skin as, as a man as a man definitely yeah but, but then like like i said men are not our, our aesthetics are not that's what i'm saying but even prevalent. going it's back not, to it's not that important but going so back to definition though colorism isn't purely to do with aesthetics true and at the end of the day if it, it's a case of you know whether it be day-to-day interaction whether it be um jobs whether it be a variety of things it can play a part in, in a variety yeah, of ways. Just about NK to what you said, um, I think it comes with the masculinity thing. And it was quite intriguing because I've, even though I've never been somebody who's like personally likes good men, I've always taken that contrary, people see it as contrarian, but because I, I, I ask too many questions when I see Because mm. I, I, I will see people who will be talking about the colorism thing um, in terms of the traditional are uh, black, darker, black men only want light skinned men, it's bad, da, da, da. You, can't, you can't discriminate against skin tone. These were literally coming from women who I've seen on many occasions say, date a light-skinned guy, vomit face, vomit face, vomit face. I don't want to be the man of the hat ration. Yeah. All this, all, and, and it's true. So I'm thinking, yeah, this one yeah. you men are on, yeah? yeah? But see me, man's awake, you know, man's woke. <laughs> like, I see it. So when you come to do the other side, man's not having that. Like, so I'm like, okay, cool. So if, if, if we look at the comparison, like stand by stand, you are discriminating and making a judgment and a disparaging comment on a group of people due to their shade and especially and people and you usually see the dating scenario it's even in the date it's bruv man I'm doing vomit face the, f- the thing I find attractive the, the attractive sorry the thing I find interesting sorry man, man yeah yeah do you know what it is the yeah, colorism yeah, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo so the thing I find interesting as well about that is that for me the conversation isn't really about colorism the conversation is about identity politics and narrative I think that's the overarching uh, um, theme here. And maybe I'm guilty of this. I say maybe. Man man, man, them, man, them won't even talk about a pre- their preference if it's a light-skinned woman. Man, them don't even want to talk about it. You say you. Say you, you, you. Who's you? No, 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 no. No, no, no. You say who's saying you? No, no, no. You say you. We're pamming you. No, 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 no. This is a third-party conversation. No, because I see... And you, you, you see Rah. Kate's right go to the other side, yeah? No, that is your preference. Say it with your I don't chest. See me, yeah? See me, sometimes I wish it was my preference because I'll say it with my chest and tell anyone to come here, I'll tell you to suck your mum in all different types of languages. All but you know, no, do you know what? But you know what? Especially if you're actually dating a light-skinned woman, sometimes you don't even want to have that conversation, especially publicly, because... No, no, this is why. Because that conversation... You don't know how that person, that man or that woman may be seeing what's being said about that mm. preference mm. and how that affects them. Because... Um, there are light-skinned people or mixed-race people that generally feel like they can't even speak on the issue. 
That's preferred. And that's what goes back to my point. I think the theme isn't necessarily about colorism or dark skin or light skin. I think it's more to do with identity politics, experiences that individuals have had that they've begun to project. And now it's about narrative where people don't even feel like, you, you know, if I say anything, it's going to get dismissed. And I think that is a bigger issue. Yeah, see, no, no, I'm, I'm, I won't say it's a big issue. I, I think, think it's more prevalent, in, especially in the UK. I think I, I, that's I, I, more prevalent. I think, I think, than, colorism, I, think like, I think any, I don't like to do the, as I said, I don't like to do the yeah. Olympics, but this is why I find the whole conversation very, dis, very annoying because when it's disingenuous conversation, these things get lost in translation because obviously there is a colorism issue, but then you get the identity politics and that kind of conflicts between the two. My problem is, is that as black people, like I see us as black people, I'm not even in all lives mm. matter, but that's how I see it. Like yeah. if anyone to squeeze, they can suck their mum, I don't really care. But my problem is that if it's in America now, and then there's a light skinned person who's been gunned down by police, and it's been gunned down, it's been gunned down by police, mm. we don't question their, we're not yeah. even questioning their blackness. Yeah. This has been a light skinned person gunned down by police. We're yeah. all, we're all standing on sofas, angry, wanting to burn sticks, but then, so a black person who's now become successful for whatever reason or has become desirable or somebody said they like and then all of a sudden then you have to make the differential between dark skin and light skin this is what I don't understand it I don't understand it it's it's, it's a lot of com- conflating going on because at the same time it's just like okay well let's say let's say George- I could tell you an exact story an exact example of this listen okay. I'll tell you I think I was about 18. Me and my friends, I'm in a green punto, Enreg punto, yeah? Mashup car, yes. mashup. Yeah. Me and my three friends, three, two Nigerian, one Sierra Leone. D- dark skinned guys and me. Right. Yeah? We're going to Surrey Keys Cinema, right. yeah? By Surrey Keys um, train station, they used to do these traffic stops to police, mm. yeah? Didn't have no license, didn't have no insurance, they have no tax, nothing, yeah? You didn't have to back then. Mm. You, don't, you, d- you didn't have to. Police would just tell you to park up your car, and don't drive it. So mm. you walk around the block, you come back, you get in your car. So anyway, police pulled me over. When the police signals for us to pull over, all for us. they've only pulled us over because we're black, man. It's a fucking liberty. Mm. They only pulled us over because we're black. Cool. Policeman's knocked on the window. I've got out of the car, gone to talk to him on the pavement. 20 minutes, I'm pleading. Like, look, my mum just bought me this car for passing my A-levels. Like, I know I shouldn't be driving, but I just got here today. Like, please, can you just... He said, you know what, mate? He said, where are you going? I said, to the cinema. He said, all right, go to the cinema, go home. Don't let us catch you driving again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Cool. Got back in the car. What? They said, we can go. Yeah. Oh, it's just because you're light-skinned. I'm like, raw. <laughs> like, 15 minutes ago, we was all the same. Like, yeah. we got pulled over because we was all the same. As soon as I didn't have a problem, I'm now different. And my whole life was like, my grandparents' house, I was the only light-skinned one of my cousins until my, my uncle had kids that are about mm. eight years younger than me. And I would definitely be treated differently by my cousins, definitely be treated different by my, my not my granddad, but my uncles. Every, they, it, it was, it was I hated going there because mm. I was always treated differently to the point that when I had a cousin born who's eight years younger than me, he was born with severe disabilities, my grandmother told his mum the reason he's like that is because he's mixed race. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and, and this is the kind of thing that that is mm. was happening with light skin or or or, or mixed it's race people, of course. I only my my again, my white nan, her family disowned her okay. when she got with my granddad. So I only have one white family member. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So and 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 this so this is this is the type of this is the type of thing that was going on when my mom was growing up. Even like when I, when I was young, whenever I would do something that my dad would consider daft, my dad the first thing he would say is that's the white in you. 
That's the white in you. Wow. One time he called me eating chicken and chips walking down the street. The brother said to me, he said, oh, what are you doing? I said, eating. He said, this is the white in you. Black people don't eat walking down the street. I'm thinking, what? Like, me and all my school friends, we all do the exact same thing. They're all black. Like, what are you talking about? So when I was young, I was proper made to feel like the white, the white part of me, there was something wrong with it. It was bad. I used to want to be darker so much when I was young. Which because is, people would always tell which, me, you're not proper black. You're not proper black. Which, I, I used to hate it. Which goes back to my point about, okay, within what context? And even then, right, as a lighter-skinned person, right, there's a there's an equity to, you feel like there's an equity to be darker-skinned. And if you prioritise or if you, 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 you value what you're experiencing in a black community higher than your experience in the wider community, then it's going to colorism or that kind of discrimination is going to feel worse from a black person than it will feel to a white person so even if you're going to make the point okay well if you go to Asia or some parts of Africa where the bleaching and stuff is worse well like yeah but I'm not there yeah like I'm not there like I'm here and at the end of the day which yeah and which goes back to my point it's like okay well there's so many different factors that can be positive or negative that can affect your experience as a black person of a variety of, 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 of shades and complexions ultimately is it's about assessing okay what is the most um, influential and it is incredibly difficult to do on a mass scale but people talk about colorism in terms of preferential treatment for towards lighter skinned people as if it is across the board it's a blanket situation and everything rings the same at the end of the day if you're someone like you said you have a, a mixed race mo- mother right she identifies as black mm-hmm. what would you assume is going to matter more a black person with a, with a family or, or a community treating her a certain way or society in general treating her a certain way no my mum's always said it's, 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 it's the way black people treated her that hurt more because she expected it from the, the rest of the world mm-hmm. like it's hard to feel like you don't belong anywhere and, and, yeah. and it's hard to not be accepted anywhere and I don't think people I think people take, take for that, I think they take for granted yeah because this, this, ultimately it, yeah. You, if, 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 if you've always got that kind of even support network to, yeah. to a thing where everyone there's there's people around you that whatever your struggle is they know it and they yeah. acknowledge it and then imagine being a person that you got that same struggle as well but no one wants to acknowledge yours everyone wants to pretend like like you oh, don't wait, have wait. no problem but, but hear what this is my problem but they do acknowledge it when it suits so if tomorrow a like some a Latin person was to get shot like Mark Duggan for example yeah. Yeah, no one ever commented on on his complexion. No one ever commented like mm. he like he basically got assassinated by the police. Yeah, and There's we no saw way, he did. He got assassinated yeah yeah by yeah the yeah fully 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 got assassinated by the police, and people rioted it. We we always reference it when we talk about police. When we talk about as black people, often we talk about our relationship with the police. Mark Duggar always like one of the first things on time. That is a light skinned person. So in that scenario, he is that light skinned person is an equal. My question is to people who like to divide between, so why in certain scenarios you can identify this person as black, but then when it is, let's say for example, a light skin person get this acting show, oh, they only got it because they're light. What happened to, oh, cool, this is my, oh, somebody black got this role. Do you see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to mention anybody's current experiences. I ask too many, I like to ask questions in it because certain things do not add up. Like the problem is, like if they're, they're still, uh, like if you're like, you're still part of our community. Like I saw something the other day, somebody saying, talk about like, Oh, uh, if it wasn't for colonialism, there won't be Latin people. What have you been to Nigeria? Like, what? Like, like what's interesting? Like, no, 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 no. But what science books are man reading, bruv? Are man reading science books from Narnia? Because I'm not understanding. 
I'm, I'm fully not like I'm fully Nigerian. My mum is light skin. My sister's light skin. Unless there was some colonial manners going on back in the days, and then somehow I still managed to come up pure black. I have no idea. You see what I'm saying? So like when when you when you get that type of comments, and what I also don't like here, which is obviously expected, I think maybe that's when. Sorry, can I just ask? No, so the, the 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 um statement was that there's only light skinned people because of colonial. No, no, no. Uh, what, what was the state? What was the statement? It was like along those lines. Uh, what, what, okay, he, he he'll probably get up. Like, he'll get up. All right. So no, it it wasn't that. And then to be fair, it was made clear that that's not what was meant after the fact. Oh, but so you, after they got parents. But the initial the initial statement was um, why in reference to light skinned people, why would there be? It was that place was never colonized. It was, it was talking about a fictional place, obviously from that Black Panther film. And it's like, why? Why would there be? It was never colonized. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. That, and again, but it's, it's. Do you know what it is? It's like if if it's not your experience, and it's not it's not your culture, people are misinformed, and and they they don't actually know. Like a lot of people aren't aware of the fact that Malcolm X was essentially a mixed race man. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people don't know Bob Marley. Was was mixed race? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, did, yeah and, and 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 what what's frustrating? It, like, like like you mentioned, is when things are when it suits the agenda, where we're at. <laughs> yeah, like when 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 it suits, everyone's okay. But when it when it doesn't, then then everyone wants to be divisive and they want to act like lighter people or, or mixed people just just there for the for the free ride. Like even do you know what do you know what gets me the most? It's when people talk about slavery and they and they make that statement, um, like house slaves, like and being light skinned And I think, raw, like you in this big, big 2018, living in your nice house, mm-hmm. with a job, with money, with rights, with everything. How dare you comment on those people that suffered what they suffered and talk about them like they had something nice? Yeah, because they were living in a house and not in a nice house. They were sleeping on concrete floors, nine, ten of them in one little room on they a just concrete had maybe floor. A slightly less version, a light less version of suffering. They're still in hell. Get, still in hell. Like how how dare you talk like like what they had was fun, like 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 it was okay. Like as if I think people are, are very, are very disrespectful and very dismissive. One one of my biggest issues is that especially, and this happens with a lot of topics, is that it kind of falls down gender lines because it's usually often the women who, who will bring up the colorism topic, and it will be kind of almost. As if like sometimes it's like to inform men, sometimes it's to insult men, sometimes to attack men. It could be all in a variety of forms, but it always ends up into a back and forth. I don't like the gender, don't think go things on gender lines, that's dead. And the problem is what you need to understand is and maybe this is where um maybe men could do better and gender I hate you saying men could do better, women could do better. <laughs> or maybe when people could do better is that when you're having this conversation, actually have a damn conversation. Because if you come to somebody on on the attack they are going to come on the defensive. So if you're telling somebody who, for example, let's say it's um, Anton, for example, who does not engage in any form of colorism himself, if you come and tell him, oh, you're, you're like her because she's light-skinned, you're, you hate black women because you disagree with me, naturally, what's going to happen? Human beings will come up on the defensive. And this is where, this is why we're probably having the same conversations that black people had in all over the world, in America, here, 20, 30 years ago. It's disingenuous conversations because when it's an emotive topic, people don't want to take time, listen to one another, 
give actual um, informative arguments. That's why I rarely get involved in the colorism debate because I don't have time. I will come in and say you're chatting shit, but if it's somebody I know, I'll go and speak to them privately, mm. construct my arguments, and most of them come to agree with me. Like, okay, cool, do what you're talking sense. But do you know what? With regards to me and those kind of things, I. I when people make a certain assumption about the things I say or come at me in a certain okay. way, but I know where it comes from, and and so and it's 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 happened across the board. So it's 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 something within the way I deliver a message. Yeah, see, when I was I was always taught to have conviction in what I'm saying. Now, sometimes that conviction in what I'm saying will come across as me dismissing what you're, what you're saying. saying, but that's not my intention. But if it's been happening for a steady period of time clearly there's something in it because it's not a, a one-off incident for me to say, say my opinion and people perceive it as I'm shooting down their opinion mm. so maybe like from a personal note that's something that maybe I should I could maybe However, at, attach my my opinion to my voice maybe a, 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 I could tone it down a bit just because sometimes if, if, if so many people take it the wrong way and assume that this is how I'm coming at them even though I know it's not, there, there has to be something in it. Like, I wouldn't ever be a person that, like, you know, like, if everyone thinks something and you're going to stand there and say, no, 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 no. But not necessarily. And if you're saying something and you truly believe in what you're saying, then you're going to say it with conviction. How somebody interprets what you're saying is down to, down to I, 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 I agree to a degree, but the world, unfortunately, doesn't work like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, 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 it doesn't. We, we could all say and do what we want to do, knowing what our intention is. But that's that's not what we're judged on. What we're essentially we're judged on how people perceive what we say or do. That that's that's how you get. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Like, I'm kind of halfway because I know what you mean. But like I've also found that on some topics, um, people are so strong on that topic, and they've gone so hard that when somebody has presented them an argument that they cannot counteract, mm. they then use. They don't kind of debate your argument they will debate how you've packaged it or they'll just throw in a false accusation. Mm -hmm. Because I've, I've, I've read your tweets here yeah, and then you're quite comical in them. So you, you're basically like, I've seen Is your it? discussions. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even for him. Um, I'm a writer. <laughs> so, so I've seen your discussions. So you ask, you ask some questions and then you keep asking questions and eventually they trip themselves up in their own logic. Mm -hmm. And then you and they bring, present it to themselves. And then when it gets to that point, it, this is when you know the character of the person. Like sometimes I've had arguments with the boys and Twitter and um, or on football and in the group chat, and I'll say something and I'll be like, "True, that's me." Admit, okay, do you know what? Yeah, you're right. I've changed. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna readjust my assessment. Well, some people they'll double down and they'll just throw in the spanner that, "Oh, you hate black women," and and that's like the trump card. Like and then the rest of the Avengers will come in with their swords, <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. Conversation done. That's why I tr I try to stay away from it because. So it's become a, it's become a waste. Of I'll rather approach people on an individual basis, on an individual basis, or discuss it on a podcast like this, mm -hmm. where I can fully articulate my views. You can hear my tone. So I have 140 characters, because some people read your read 148 characters and they just blank out certain words and make a new sentence and say that's what you said. Don't get me wrong, colorism is definitely an issue. It is prevalent. It is an issue. However, I think far too often people throw it in as an excuse for something happening with no justification just because that, it that, fits that, that yeah because it fits the narrative and I think because of that the same with when people say racism every five minutes it dilutes 
scenarios where it is actually happening. What's so, its prevalence in our society though? Because this is what I'm still trying okay, to Okay, so I work so working in media, mm-hmm. I, I I see it quite a lot in, in terms of adverts. Um and, you know, brands are trying to be more diverse and more inclusive in their um advertisement campaigns. Um what I've I tend to notice now is um it's if you watch like ads on TV and in um magazines and stuff, there are darker actors and actresses and models. However, how often when you see a black person in a campaign, how often do you see it being a darker model or, you know, it's normally um a lighter actor or actress that they're using in campaigns and i think it comes yeah, from that, that I, i've noticed that but i've also noticed that there's i've noticed in the last like year or so there's been an effort like do you know what i keep seeing a lot of mixed mixed um yeah, so mixed family black, so black, like a bit mom, yeah black mom yeah 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 dad, and then mixed race kids kids which if you are looking for inclusivity if that's a word yeah and across the board representation that's pretty much as fair as you're going to get yeah i think what they what they're trying what the, I think what they're trying to do is make it representative of UK society. However, UK society isn't just mixed race families or mixed heritage families, if you want to be more PC. Yeah, and this is my thing. How much representation can we possibly want or expect with the tiny number of us that that is in this country? It's you know, like black people make like I think it's like just you about. love these stats, I don't do you? Love it, you yeah. love a stat. I do. Loves a stat, and I get it. Three percent of this population. I, I get it, and, and then if you include mixed race people, it makes it like seven percent of the population. No, I get it. However, you also have to understand that in terms, like I get the representation of you know kids wanting to see um, on TV people that look like them and whatnot, whatnot. I get that. However. At the same time, um, even though we do make up such a small proportion of the population, we still go out and we buy stuff. We still go out and, you know, we purchase products at supermarkets and whatnot, whatnot. So if you're marketing to a consumer, we're still consumers. So market to us as well. Have us representative in your adverts. Doesn't matter whether we make up 3% or 35%. We still, we're still consumers. We still deserve to be represented in your ads. To, so we know, okay, yeah, you are marketing to us also. See, as consumers okay I, I do hear you and again who am I to I, I, don't, I don't feel the same way as you in regard to that but then I can't think of the last time an advert made me want to buy unless it's like food or something like I'll see like <laughs> see some Krispy Kreme jelly beans today yeah. like and yeah I want to buy them but it's nothing to do with people yeah but I, I think I think this is where I think Raw bear black panther black panther's down black panther. yeah panther? R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, T'Challa <laughs> Yeah, um, but um, where actually, this is where I think the difference is. Where men were not as consumer driven like that, you feel me? Um, whereas women are tend to be the biggest consumer markets. That's why we see a lot of the chat from women because they say like. So I speak to uh, my female friends who I believe are quite rational, and they'll tell me stuff like, for example, the representation is not there for dark skinned women in any products. That, um, so and stuff like makeup products and stuff like that. And I think it, it is important because, as I said, we're judged differently. So when you're seeing the beauty things and you're not being represented and then you're seeing some characteristics that 
the media and society has ridiculed you for. So let's say with the lips thing, and then you're seeing these these fake ass Armenians, the Kardashians, they they fake they pop you. Mickey and Amanda. Um, so, 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 they're, so they're pumping, I don't even know what um, glucose, carbon dioxide in their lips, whatever they're pumping in their lips, yeah, and making them more plump. And then now this is fashionable, or now the dashiki is fashionable, or now the braids is fashionable. So when, so when my female friends broke it down to me, I didn't understand because then I could sympathize it on a different scale when, when me or Anton or Kane or Ife, who's not here, wear a tracksuit and we're just walking on the road there's a perception of us. People are clutching their bags when I cross the road. But now, the same crepes we were wearing, the same crepes we were in, Air Max 97, Sorachi, all them things there, same tracks as we were wearing, the same North Face jackets that we were wearing, the same New Era hats, though we're now, uh, it's now cool, it's in popular culture, it's in ASOS everywhere, and white other ethnic, minor- or other ethnic minorities are now wearing it, and it's now trendy and fashionable, but when we wear it, we seem as a threat and low lives. So this is where, I do understand where the women are come from in terms of representation. You know, I, I don't like to, but my problem is, and I always bring a problem is that, okay, cool. So this is not this is not applicable to everyone, but some people. One minute, okay, let's say company A does an advert and the products is kind of like, been bigged up by, used by a lot by black people. They use black people in advert. People say, look at these culture vultures, jumping in our way, this should be our product, blah, 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 cool. Company A, the next advert, decides not to use black people. Where's our representation? Duh, 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 duh. We need to make up our minds, fam. We can't, we can't, we can't be out here doing advert, advert, um, advert jihad every single time. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like sometimes, sometimes, like, like sometimes it's tiring. And like, but one, another, what I want to talk to you a lot about, I just remembered, is that one place where we can't even deny the shouts that the women make in terms of the colorism is in rap music. I forget the video thing. I pers- my personal theory is that the Irish black woman ain't trying to be twerking the video looking like some, looking like some chief. Yeah. Pour, people pouring moe champagnes in the bathroom. That's that's my personal that's my personal guess. But talking to the lyrics, like rap has referenced the word lighty a lot. Yeah. And my thing is that when they reference normal women, is that if they just say women, is that black women yeah. or are they or is it just a lighty lighty thing? Yeah. So what I want to ask you, and I realize that in terms of the obsession with the lighter shade of women. I read the percentage is a lot higher in the hood guys yeah. than the average guys. So that's that's what I've seen in it. I'm not saying this I mean, is it definitely this exists. is this is this economics facts because before anyone tried to pan me, but that's what I've it seen. It definitely exists, but at the same time, maybe it, it hasn't affected me in the same way because I am my type is the archetypal man of desire, right? In terms of what's been vocalized, but at the same time, yeah, you could talk about the lyrics. What does that mean? He Basically, about? he's saying, you know, I'll, I'll translate into English because yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I know what it was, right? So basically, what he was saying is that he doesn't have that issue because he is what is considered like the the male type. That's what's interesting. No, no, hold on, hold on, no, but hold on, no, but hold on. What you you made it? I mean, but no, but check this out, right? So. But the thing is, what you said about rappers and the way they kind of highlight light-skinned women is 100% true. But I've also seen in media, maybe not rap, but I've seen dark-skinned men also being championed. Yeah, 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 it's reverse. It's, it's, the, it's the same thing, like, at the end of the day, but it's just like, okay, why why is one demonized and one and why is one not? Oh yeah, listeners, I beg you stop doing that chocolate emoji thing. I just feel like any man referring to themselves as confectionery, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's just not on, man. I, 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 I never understood. 
Yeah, that's all. Well, who does that? Because I've not seen that yet. I, I can see you using the chocolate emoji. You, you, yeah. you, you've been following man for a long time. You've never seen any that's, kind of... <laughs> yeah, but not like dark skin. Not some like man, some chocolate. I, I, I can see me using 100%. Caramel Cadbury. He ain't here to defend himself, so I'm not going to say know, it. I ain't going to disagree. I got a jet. But, <laughs> so, all right. So, with, jet, with, so. With, the, with the rap thing, you're 100% right. And even... Even like... Because I, I did have this discussion... On Twitter before, and it was pointed out to me that back in the day, and it, this is this is very true. I do I do remember clearly that like back in the day when we was in school, like people would talk about wanting to wife a lady, and people would say certain girls were too dark. That that did happen, yeah. uh, and I'm not like I wouldn't dispute that happening. Obviously, I don't know what goes on. With, well, I do work with kids now, so I I do have a, an understanding to a degree, but. I don't hear that stuff now and I don't feel like adults have those kind of dismissive views anymore. So I, I, f- I feel like I feel like there has <sighs> Yeah, I don't feel like it happens as like the way it did before and that's not to say I, I that I used to get pampered being dark skin like Listen, people use the people used to fling around the word blick left, right, and center. Uh, yeah. Blick, blick, yeah, like it. It was common. My, girls my didn't re- back at, like when I was in school. Girls didn't really, on average, want a dark skinned guy. Good times. It man, was good times. you know <laughs> light, light, light skinned boys with earrings, Green. with earrings. Yeah, the earrings. <laughs> Like Ant, like Ant was like the the pick the poster boy for what yeah was, I can imagine was in, in in at that time. Obviously, as as it's as time has gone on, I don't know if uh, among the younger generation if it's still like that, but among my generation, I would probably say a lot of my friends like the tall, dark skin. Yeah, every, everything. Yeah, this is this is why it's peak here. Yeah? Because everything did a 360 because when I was younger, yeah, ain't nobody checking for me. I can't, I can't lie. I was butters when I was younger. Like, I'll be the first to admit, yeah, I was very, very butters, yeah. But girls are like into... <laughs> 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 it's true. Sometimes you've got, you got, you got to be realistic, innit? Yeah, like I was butters. But um, girls are checking for that light skin guy on MySpace that used to sing and rap. Man was a jewel threat. The early Chris Breezy's. Man will have tattooed wings. I don't know why Latskin youths used to have tattooed wings, bro. I'm like, where are you flying to? Anyway, earrings and all them things there. That Those was, were the in thing. Was like, Anton. Yeah, oh, that yeah. Fully was Ant. Yeah, yeah, of course. And the gold tooth as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing, sing, singing to girls on the phone. Man couldn't compete with that. Like, <laughs> I had to focus on my books. Maybe that, I think that worked out well for me because I was quite good at school, you get me? I had to focus on my books. And then things change. Now man's tall, dark. Now I'm the in things. Like, raw. Like, things don't change. But, like, but the thing is, I think it just depends on, I think maybe it's a bit different because as a guy, your aesthetics, obviously they matter, but they're never going to be as prevalent as a woman's ones. Mm. So maybe that's why I've not holding against women per se, but I don't hold grudges anyway. I don't really care like that. But um, like a lot of people that take that experiences, a lot of the experiences tend from younger. And I'm surprised quite a lot of women have told me that guys have said stuff like, you're really pretty for a dark skin oh woman. Oh my gosh. So, 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 uh, the thing is, like, I don't, like, usually I wouldn't believe because I'm very cynical. I'm, I'm, I'm sure and, and pretty cynical as well. So when I hear people say that, I'm thinking, mm, yeah, don't but the fact that the, the sheer volume of women that have made that comment now makes me tend to believe that that was really a thing. 
Shall I tell you when I um I'll tell you the exact moment when I realised that um I could be perceived as being different is that um I remember it was two thousand and six and I was in Malia that summer when everyone went to Malia. Not me, mate. <laughs> I, I, I've never been to them dirty places in my life. Well, the majority of, of that age group had gone to Malia 2006. I remember someone, um, a guy that said is. to me, um, oh, you're really pretty for a black girl. Are you mixed with something else? And I said, you know when, like, I was just confused as to A, why I why you would say you're really pretty for a black girl can black and this was a black boy as well it was like okay can black girls not be pretty and B why do I have to be mixed with something to, to be, be pretty but where, but where does this come from like, right see like that? and that is a that's a prime example of like a mad level of ignorance but where does the ignorance I, I, come I, from? And, 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 and a complexion. But it's the, I don't know. I don't know. And, 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 and yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can remember a time where that was very common. Like, I can clearly remember it. I, my memory got jogged by an individual, like, telling me. But, yeah, and then I was like, you know what? I actually do remember it. Mm. So where it comes from, I have no idea. But what's also concerning me is, in this discussion is that we've, in, what, almost an hour, we still haven't got past attractiveness and aesthetics mm. but I guess that's what it comes to that's so is that is to. that the only issue within it I, I think um, I, elsewhere is different like my mum's told me my mom, when my mum goes is going to Barbados with her friend and they go to the bar my mum says it makes her feel uncomfortable they will always try and serve her first yeah but if when you go have you been to Barbados I've not been so when you go to Barbados, they it's like they celebrate slavery, like their history of slavery. Um, and I guess, you know, your mum's representative of a lighter shade. Yeah. So they see it as, you know, whether it's colorism or whether they see, perceive her as having, as having white, like a white Yeah, parent. but that, surely and that then, is it in its finest form. Yeah, yeah, because that like, I know people that have been to Barbados and what they've said is that, you know, they've gone there on holiday and done the tourist thing and, you know, the touristy stuff is to go and visit the slave, the, the slave museums. But it's, shit. but it's, it's like, yay, come and see our slave museum. Whereas wow. when you go to say Ghana and you go and visit the slave museums there, it's kind of like, Solemn. this is, yeah, Whereas you go to Barbados and it's kind of like a celebration, like this is our history and we're proud of it. Not, do you see what I mean? So I can understand that if that's how your mum's experiences were in Barbados, because I've heard stories that yeah, she, the, the, the history of their slavery is in essence it's uncomfortable. celebrated. What yeah. I'm going to say is that, you know, you said um, it's not just a aesthetics thing. Yeah, sorry. I might have to speak to that that would make sense. Um, well, okay, cool. From the male perspective, because colorism does... But I've realised as men, we don't complain about things enough because to the point where um, our gender counterparts believe that we don't have any problems. Well, that's a, topic for, that's a topic for another day. But in terms of like, from what I've seen, like, we've got this, oh, you're acting like a light-skinned person in terms of anything to do with vulnerability, softness, hey. affection, conforming, any, any... I get this, left, right, <laughs> 
But then at the same time, I do get in my feelings and I do get a bit bit I'm sulky. Not. Yeah, so yeah, I have, yeah, but I yeah, but, to, yeah, but I have to hold it. Is, but that's because you're a human being, not because like it's not okay. Cool. You're, so your DNA is like, raw. Hold on. The skin is yellow. Okay, cool. So now we that have Drake to... brother doesn't help us, man. <laughs> <laughs> I tell, I, I, I man, tell you that for bare, free. Bare lotion, like strippers and that. Bro. Yeah, you don't, you don't help one bit, man. Yeah, no, but but real talk though. But like, and that's an issue in itself because as a man, you're judging your masculinity and your resourcefulness. So if people are out here thinking that you're some you're some like, daffodil because you you happen to be yellow, <laughs> like that, that. No, but real talk that 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 is an issue. Like, and also like. um Maybe it can work in reverse that maybe for actually I'm not sure I'm not sure because I remember I saw something on Channel Four. This this poetry guy was discussing about how like as a dark skinned man you don't you, you, you don't feel like you can show emotion. I'm not sure if that's a more of a dark skin thing or more of a man thing and a kind of African Caribbean culture thing. But definitely I've seen it from women especially like why are you moving like a lighty for so that stuff like even even when, even when even when even one of my friends I went I went to their podcast and he goes okay send me a picture for the podcast isn't it. And then I sent him a picture and he goes, fam, why you pose like a light? You might block me on WhatsApp for half an hour. I <laughs> came back and he goes, you need to send me another picture. <laughs> he just sent me another picture. So like, how do you pose like a light-skinned person? Like, like do, do you see what I'm saying? So like, you've got those type of kind of more feminine, feminine characteristics attribu- attributed to a light-skinned man, which of course is negative in terms of his valuation because as a man, you can value your masculinity. So then if, 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 if it's seen as more effeminate, can you then understand how, say, a black woman would be insulted by being considered less feminine when she is purely a female? What do you mean? Like, so basically, look, so if, if being seen as light skin is, is being seen as softer and more and more feminine, even in males, yeah, yeah if, that's, if that's the across the board thought about light skin, then surely that then puts the perception of a black woman at a disadvantage because she, like a black-skinned female, is purely a female. But if she's considered less feminine and less soft, purely based on the fact that she's not light-skinned, obviously she is then being perceived in a different manner to the light-skinned woman, no? Yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah. Which, which, could, which you could understand how that could cause an issue. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And that's where we get the notion of... Um, that I believe is a myth of black women being more aggressive than the average woman and stuff like that and it, and it maybe it does maybe it can stem from 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 that type of characteristic can i just say on that that i don't think um i don't necessarily think in terms of um the stereotype of a black woman being more aggressive is actually a negative um i wouldn't say maybe aggressive but i would say more assertive because i probably myself um, and probably that typical black woman at work because I don't take any shit because I have to work twice as hard, especially in my industry. It's a very white male dominated industry. And then after that, quite white female and white middle class full mm. stop dominated. Mm. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have that attitude. Don't try and play me. Don't try and take the mick with me. Like I'm gonna work hard. So if that comes across as the stereotypical aggressive black woman, not necessarily aggressive, because I'm not aggressive with mm. it, but I am assertive and I will. <laughs> and to say, was that, like, that young shade, yeah? Say, I respect um, it. Do you need some water? <laughs> do you want some water? <laughs> <laughs> Got a bit of a cough there. Mm. Yeah, like I'm not necessarily aggressive, but I will be assertive. I will speak up, and you know, like if there's something that 
I don't agree with or something that I need to get done or whatnot, whatnot, then yeah, I'm going to be that typical black woman. It may come across as a... As but a, yeah, but that's what I don't like. Why is it a typical black woman? Because here's, here's my point, yeah. First of all, in the industry you're talking about, I know exactly what you mean because a lot of my f- female friends have dealt with it. When it's seen in like maybe like a, a woman, a white middle class woman or a white male is seen as, yeah, they're stern, they have got of that, course, the, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, and yeah, with, yeah. with women, oh, with black women, they are sassy's attitude. My, my thing is this, like, um, when you look at things like aggression, passion, all those type of things, it really, it's, it's all relative and subjective to yeah. the culture you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As black people, we are more expressive in every emotion. So our happiness is a lot more like, you've seen us at parties, dancing, <laughs> doing all the time. We can hype up anything, you feel me? Yeah. And then maybe when we get a bit angry or agitated or sad, it's more expressive. Western Europeans are very, I mean, Westernized people are very more reserved in their emotions mm. compared to us. Um, Asians tend, to, Asians are also expressive, but I feel like, this is just from my experience, I feel like they're better at toning it down in the work environment and around other mm. um, maybe white people. Mm. Whereas where we do not kind of conform as much as that. Mm. And because of that, we are seen, or what our women are seen as more aggressive. I've seen way more, countless more counts of aggression from a white woman like I've been at Topshop and I've seen yeah, white women shouting her boyfriend's face of course. And say, oh, I've no, seen a lot more no but she's passionate about or she's angry and she'll be, she's passionate about what's happening I've seen hella boyfriends get slapped and all that type of stuff like <laughs> but like yeah. you'll never see the kind of um, depiction, depiction of white will never be seen as aggressive it's yeah, more yeah, of yeah. somebody that should be protected that's a yeah. bit more feeble yeah. so yeah no, I, I really do hate that st- I really do hate that stereotype yeah. but I'm not sure I think colorism may have a part to play in it but I think just general racism mm. has a big part to play in that but I do think and in I can the workplace out- if you have um, a lighter say you have two two black women mm. one is a lighter shade to the other and they both act the exact same mm. I genuinely do think that um, they will be described differently. Hundred um, percent. But if they're if if they're um, if they're displaying the same behaviour, they will be described differently. Mm. Um, the darker person will be seen as aggressive mm. or threatening, whereas the lighter person um, traditionally may be seen as oh you know just being assertive and. Do you think this is where do you think this is why representation matters? Because I feel like. Um, for example, when I went to university, I went to university in Birmingham, mm-hmm. and I went to one of my boys um, who went to the same university as me, not same um, sixth form as me, and I met up with three guys, all f- um, two from London, like one from South, one from North, and a brother from Manchester. So we became like really good friends. We used to roll to u- run uni together, and then people used to like when we were walking together, people like the um, the white kids used to move a bit, power about. We're kind of used to that. And then we used to get like some mad comments like, oh, how's it in London? How many times have you been stabbed? Because literally, <laughs> because oh, it's true, because think about it, yeah? These are, these are, some, these are some kids who from- Representation from... matters. So let me, so my, um, my sister mm. um, presents the news and she used to just do London news, yeah. right? Which is very, um, obviously London is one of the most diverse cities in the world. When she moved, when she started doing national news around the time of um, the poppy appeal, yeah, she she's oh. never worn a poppy on, on air ever. Yeah, never worn a poppy on air, and the simple reason for her not wearing a poppy on air is essentially the poppy appeal is for a charity, and broadcasting rules state that you are not allowed to promote charities on air. However. Oh you are allowed to wear a poppy mm. and you're allowed to wear the pink breast cancer ribbon yeah. when they're doing that campaign. 
she sits on the board of a lot of other charities so she doesn't agree with one charity getting more airtime over another charity so chooses not to wear a poppy on air but she will wear it off air the first year that she started doing national news around the time of the poppy appeal um they all picked up that she didn't have was wasn't wearing a poppy in all the years that she'd done local news for london never been an issue as soon as she's done national news she was getting death threats she was getting abuse go back to where you yeah yeah listen i saw it in devon like go back to where you came from um our soldiers fought for you and your family so you could come here Mm. these times my dad and my uncle fought in the raf so actually our families actually fought for well, this country well also. More, 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 more importantly <laughs> and I think what black people need to understand with this poppy appeal and that is that they, these soldiers didn't in fact fight for us in fact these are the same soldiers that was running around the world colonising where we lived yeah. or where we were from yeah like actually like committing acts of terror and genocide and yeah raping. where wow. our people were so these these soldiers did not fight nothing for us don't, it goes to show don't ever let the them British fool you into thinking that yeah and yeah. The, the the lack of how people are being educated but the, well it, let me let me just give a little bit of education just quickly because <laughs> i feel like a lot of people don't know this even those wars yeah that they want us to celebrate yeah like the second world war for example because my son i don't let him do them minute silence for remembrance day yeah, and that in school and, and 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 the reason for that is is quite simple is that you see that war that second world war the only reason this country wanted to stop germany invading poland and that is because if germany gained control of the whole of mainland europe germany now has a big enough fleet and a big enough ar- army empire however you want to call it to topple the british empire and in toppling the british empire they then gain access to the Commonwealth, yeah. So all the resources this country is taking from those countries that it owns, where your family's from, where my family's from, where your family's from, Britain wouldn't be able to do that no more. So the only reason they had to stop Germany at the point they had to stop Germany, yeah, it was because it was in their best interest to keep controlling us. And how dare you fight a war, stopping people doing to people exactly what you're doing to people across the whole world, and then tell us we should be grateful for you doing it. When you only stopped them doing the same shit you'd been doing to me. What the hell am I going to be thankful for? It's nuts, isn't it? So yeah, big up your sister for not wearing that poppy. No black person should wear it. I feel like representation is important in that sense because in terms of local news that's probably broadcast in Devon and Cornwall and those small kind of villages, midsummer murder villages, they don't see us. So when when they do see us... um, when they do normally see us, it's in programs like Top Boy and stuff like that in, in negatively. So then when they do see someone in a positive light on the news, it's kind of like, what's she doing on our TV screen? And she, and she has the audacity. Does your sister get a a, a, abuse a lot, even out, even like, so you see when a poppy appeal's not going, does yeah. it still go on and does she not still as, get? Not as like, so when she first started doing national news, um, she would get trolls that would, um, you know, comment on her weight and, you know, what's this black woman doing on TV and stuff but like Diana, that. Oh my yeah, gosh, the things they the say and and her, the things they say, it's mad. Yeah, it's mad. Like even, but even, a, but the media 
does it as well. Like Diane Abbott is not allowed to make a mistake. Boris Johnson is actually allowed to be the biggest idiot in the whole world. Boris Johnson's whole persona is a bumbling fool. Yeah, and and that's okay. And and I can't quite fathom how being incompetent beyond reproach and just generally idiotic is charming and hilarious for the foreign he's the foreign sec right he's yeah. the foreign sec but Diane Abbott models some numbers don't get me wrong I hate all politicians so any politicians I see slip up I'm onto them innit whether you're black white purple I don't care I hate all of them innit why but, do you hate politicians oh that's, that's a whole other discussion that's a whole other discussion next but, next. yeah next podcast but Boris Johnson and I don't even just Boris Johnson I've, I've seen um for example, the Green Party, I'm not sure if she's still there. I know the woman you mean. I can't yeah. remember her. I know the woman. There's a ready interview and they asked her, okay, what do you want to do? And she's like, yeah, I want to do this, this, that, and the other. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So how are you going to go about it? She's like, uh, man, uh, uh. No, no, that vibe when the guy's like, just clapping from side to side. That's what she was moving like. She was, she didn't know what was going on. And like that kind of gets swept on the radio. Yeah, because she knew she weren't going to win. Like, we're the green part. You don't actually have to think that far ahead. Like, <laughs> oh, right, like, you might want me to explain how I'm going <laughs> to give everybody 10 bags. But you see what you see, Boris Johnson, yeah? I'm telling you, that's kind of so say right there. Mm. Boris Johnson is going to be a complete idiot to get into power. He's going to get into power one day, and then that hair's going to be brushed. He's going he's gonna to show his true side. Yeah. He's a genius deep down. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody says, but I don't know. I think the guy's a moron. But I'm telling you, deep down, that man's a genius. This is all an act. How, and he says some mad, mad things as well in the past, and he gets away with it. But yeah, it's mad. But to round up the colorism debate, um, because man's tired, um, <laughs> what do you think can be done, and what can you think be done by maybe men and women differently as black people? Moving forward as a people. Yeah. I think I think I, I think the main thing is yeah we, we 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 definitely have to cut out the divisiveness. It's like look, if me and you are out and you've got better genetics than me, you're taller than me, you're more athletically built than I am, and someone comes up to you and they're like, oh, I really like the way you look. I should be happy for you before I got a problem with them not noticing me. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we got, we we have to first and full realize. Look, we are not each other's enemy. Mm. We're not even each other because we're exactly the same thing. Like, there's no two people that are exactly the same shade. Like, look, there are five people, five black people sit, four black people. Shit, I'm tired as well. Four black people sitting in this room right now. Not one of us is the exact same shade. Not one. Not even, not even close. Yeah, and we're all the same. So we we need to cut out the divisiveness. Yeah. We need to also, it, the divisiveness is not going to cut out overnight. But what we have to do is we have to be a bit more tolerant of each other's experiences and understandings and thought processes. If you don't understand how someone thinks and you don't know how someone thinks and it doesn't correlate with your brain, someone else's thought process, that's fine. But at least try and take the time to understand why somebody might see the things the way they see it before you just decide you know what you don't see the world I see the way the world the way I see the world we can't converse mm. do you know what I mean like you'll never get anywhere you'll never learn anything with that mentality and and there will never ever be any progress because really and truthfully what I'm guessing this whole false Willie Lynch theory was perpetrated in what I think it's like was it 19 1918 1918 or something like that 1839 sometime like that it's, it's Willie Lynch isn't real anyway but that's another story but um, all now 2018 same arguments same problems it's, it's crazy man like like we got a common enemy 
I was joking, by the way. Bath of Fools doing mad stuff to you, bro. <laughs> I agree. Moving forward, um, we are all black. We are all the black community. Our experiences are going to be very different. My experiences to Ant are going to be very different. My experiences to, I don't know, bloody mixed race Jennifer is going to be completely different. Oh, J- Jade. Jade. <laughs> Jade, sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mixed face Jade. Um, is going to be very different. However, we are all one. We are all still black. I think I agree when Ant says, you know, we've got to cut out the defi- dis- divisiveness in terms of um if i if if there's something that i know affects one of my friends that doesn't affect me that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not my problem yeah word i don't need to necessarily take on her problem however i can be aware of her problem i think it's about putting yourself in other people's shoes and kind of seeing trying to see the world through their lens and through their experiences to understand that you know we don't actually need to be um battling with each other like Ant says we have a common enemy um, that you know oh, together we but. both went to see Black Panther on Tuesday when it came out and I left that, that film thinking oh, I want to move to Wakanda and be part of you know that that, 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 man that there. yeah 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 yeah. I'm on what they're on but seri- in all seriousness um, I, I feel like yeah we, we, we need to stop battling each other because we're not going to progress as one people by bat- battling each other because all whilst we're doing this that common common enemy is watching us battling ourselves Word. or battling each other and probably just taking notes on how you know to next try and bring us down so yeah i definitely think that we need to be harmonious and cut out the the, the nonsense yeah i agree with that especially that last comment you made is because i see this daytime tv they get some bumbling idiots to argue about these type of topics and make us look like damn fools. Yeah. They never get people like us mm-hmm. because we'll come and articulate our mm-hmm. point properly. So they get a bunch of waste men to come and make us look like fools. Generally, right? the ones that aren't at work during the day. I know, yeah. <laughs> them men that, that camp out Iceland all throughout the day. The, the Jeremy Carl viewers. Yeah, them Jeremy <laughs> Carl youths, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I completely agree with the points you got made. I, I also want to want people to remember that we are very diverse even i'm african i'm from west africa or west africa is different from a central african different from northern african a southern eastern we're diverse in culture religion beliefs weight size we've got to understand that we're going to be different but also we should be able to accept each other's differences i'll say to guys when a lady brings up colorism to you actually listen to what she's saying on a level and take in because it could be a general general issue or she could be maybe taking things the wrong way but like we should really need to get away from this uh, defensive attitude and also um, from the ladies perspective to also listen to guys uh, the debate and not just assume um, colorism sometimes look at the actual variables you see what I'm saying and um, another point I wanted to make is that we need to understand that we're all one people so you can't just accept light skinned people when they're getting when they get gunned down by police or you're happy with them performing the sports and then when it comes to attractiveness you, you're not you're not on it that's that, that's that's nonsensical so yeah i really do believe in actually listening to one another because just having simple dialogue and not being and being able to accept difference of opinion you're going to learn so much you're not going to hate one another as much mm. and just yeah just don't be this just don't be defensive at all it's nonsense but yeah 
that's it from us the host has vanished everyone's vanished everyone's yeah one by one like one by one everyone's just gone so so yeah host, you can you can round up the alright thanks for listening we'll be back in two weeks not not six months or however long it's been mate. Yeah, two weeks <laughs> but yeah take care peace oh Karina do you want people to find you on Twitter and stuff um it's uh we're gonna tweet i can't remember it neither but we'll tweet it um thanks to karina for joining us and for being part of the discussion we'll uh, we'll tag her in the thing so you know where to find her obviously we'll be tagged as well but yeah that's it thank you bye-bye